0: Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Top 1071, Everything Entertainment. I can't believe it's Friday.
1: You know what? This is one of those weeks. Donna and I, Brother Rob, you might not know this, but Donna and I um, are very simple people. And so every Friday, when the show starts, throughout the pandemic in particular, we have started the show without planning on it, just saying, Can't believe it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe it's Friday. Yeah. But we went two weeks, the last two weeks, without, without saying, saying it. it. But this week did feel particularly fast and swift, yet again, to think that it was six days ago. The, that I was smoking a brisket. Oh, and God. guess what I don't have? Plans to smoke anything well, that's this good. weekend.
0: That's good. You should give your lungs a break. <laughs> you know?
1: anyway. I might stop at Costco on the way home.
0: I know you will. You can't help yourself.
1: Pick, pick up a meat and a flannel, probably. But
0: it is Lent, you know. Maybe we can do without the meat today.
1: Oh, Do you do the Fish Friday thing? I
0: try. I try. It doesn't have to be fish, but, you know, it could be pasta. I try, Steve. You know. I usually fail every year. You know, here's a I thought. Forget.
1: Here's a thought. Okay. This is you and me. What, what are we? Buddies? Mm, yes maybe instead of just sort of loosely following something like that which is ritualistic yeah but might not be tied to a deep great meaning for you take on something else that would you know challenge you deeply and in, in, internally and you know then you, if you want to have fish have fish you want to have meat you have meat but then you know you latch on and get a little more excited about whatever it is a little more invested in whatever oh, it is that you do be taking okay. something up or Quitting something. This would be a great time for you, Lent, to quit smoking finally.
0: <laughs> I don't smoke.
1: Oh, no.
0: you're silly. Hey, we got to talk about this Lady Gaga situation. Oh, it Lord, is, this is so horrible. dramatic. Oh my gosh. I watched the video footage of her dog walker and what had happened. It was from, you know, a neighbor's surveillance video. Yes. This is really horrifying. This, it's
1: a really tough video to watch.
0: This guy was shot page six is saying that they had heard that he was shot maybe four times. Um, He is recovering as far as we know, but it is really disturbing. First of all, not just that a man's life was endangered because these people wanted the French bulldogs, but also because those dogs were stolen and you know, dogs are, as you know, are part of people's families.
1: Yeah. And they, they got two of the dogs, Yes. One of the dogs you actually see come over to the guy who's mm-hmm. now lying on the ground. Um, but, you know, this guy, it is, a, again, it's tough video to watch. It, but the guy just turns the corner, Lady Gaga's dog walker, turns the corner and he's walking. And then suddenly a white car pulls up beside him. And then they just get out. And it's three guys, I think, that then just come at him and... They give it up. It's... And he's it's screaming
0: really, for, yes. for help, and then he's yelling, I've been shot. It's really, really disturbing. Um, And, you know, the fact that Lady Gaga is offering a $500,000 reward, I wonder if that's going to backfire. Because I wonder if that will create more crime in these rich neighborhoods hmm. where it's, it can essentially just become ransom. These people could return the dogs and be like, well, we were only going to get 20 grand for them. Let's take the 500 grand. No questions asked. Yeah,
1: right. So sure. that'll be
0: interesting Ooh. to see how that uh, plays out. Um, none other than Danny Trejo apparently is helping her look for the, the, the guys who are still at large. And, Machete.
1: And he's the, the star of Machete. He's a scary dude in that movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's scary in general, but I think he's <laughs> I think he's a good dude. So yeah, he here he is talking about that. We're not busting down doors, but we just know people that deal with dogs. People don't just drive around and say, hey, look, there's two dogs. So they targeted her. You know, the police, they have a lot of stuff to do. So the dog napping is like eighth on the list. The shooting of this guy is like, wait a minute. That means these guys are total
1: amateurs. Tragic.
0: Totally tragic. That's really nice because she's in Rome right now filming a movie. Those two, I believe, were in a movie together. Um, but this guy who was shot, we should tell you, his his name is Ryan fisher and he just seems like a really really good dude um there the last video i saw of him and i will link this up it's from page six uh is of him on ash wednesday and he's giving the dogs ashes lady gaga's dogs and it is just precious you can tell that this guy is just loves his job he's a dog handler i believe he's well known Mm. uh and he's known Lady Gaga for a long time, but I'd encourage you to go and check out the the video so you can see what what a really sweet guy this this guy is because people are saying he would have laid his life down for them.
1: I'm going to give the reverse warning. Okay. If you have trouble watching a video and oh. then like putting it out of your mind the rest of the day then don't watch it.
0: Okay, well don't watch the video of him being shot.
1: Oh, I thought that's what you no, meant. I there's encourage you to go watch the video that. of oh, him oh, on I'm Ash sorry, Wednesday giving the dogs yes, ashes. Yes, please watch that video. <laughs> that sounds really lovely. The other one is tough, but we hope to hear good things. He's still in the hospital. I don't know if we've gotten much word regarding uh, a timeline for release or an update on his status.
0: I heard he was in critical condition. Oh, but gosh. who knows? You know, yeah. there's no there's no doctor coming out and talking about yeah. it. Right. just yet so
1: oh, like man. like in the case with tiger woods who by the way has been uh, yes. transferred to Cedar sinai medical center in los angeles following that single vehicle crash on tuesday and uh, his doctor dr anish mahajan said that woods was moved from he was at harbor ucla medical center which is located about 18 miles south okay. of downtown la and there at Cedar sinai he will have uh, continuing orthopedic care and recovery they do say that um a couple of sources told ESPN that Wood sustained an injury to what's called his talus bone. I've never heard of this bone. Mm. It connects the bottom of the lower leg to the top of the foot. So the bone is a pivot point for motion. Yes. And sources say that screws were likely inserted into the area to help it heal. And if all goes well, eventually would allow for normal movement. So obviously everything is way too premature to... Um, to have any guesstimations as to whether or not he will be able to competitively play golf again. I think Tiger's probably his only hope I would imagine at this point is to be able to play golf with his kids again. Uh, right. You know? Right.
0: I did see on um, the chief of I don't know, the chief of the fire department or the you know, the EMT. Uh it was this lady, she was great, um, talking about how Tiger Uh, was able to kind of wiggle himself out, his legs out a little bit. Like, he Mm. was an active participant in trying to help himself get out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, there was an officer who told the Today Show that Tiger didn't seem to realize how gravely he was injured at the time, and he Mm. doesn't have any recollection of the crash itself. So... Oh, I think geez. there's a little, uh, there's like a black box in this particular vehicle.
1: That's what I heard. I heard them talking about this. This is the Hyundai Genesis, which is it's the tricked out luxury vehicle and whose sales will go up because people oh, are yeah. talking about how the, though you saw the front of the car do that accordion thing, that's what they're supposed to do. The The box that carries the passengers, that portion of the vehicle though, stayed pretty darn Intact, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a testament to the advancements in technology. So, what can they do with that black box?
0: Well, I think they can find out um, what his speed was at the time. It can even tell eye movement. Really? Yes. All sorts of like unusual wow. data.
1: So, you could see if someone was like looking down. Right before a crash. Yeah.
0: Like if someone was texting, that Um, type of thing. So, was this
1: vehicle equipped with that capability because it was a rental?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Because he's from
1: Florida and he was driving in California. I'm assuming it's not his. It's, yeah, it's not his oh. vehicle. It was actually yeah, provided by the golf tournament oh, okay. that he was doing, which is the Hyundai Genesis Invitational or something like that. Mm-hmm. So this was, and it had like the decal of the Genesis open or whatever it's called on the side of the vehicle. So this was something that he got. Um, yeah. I don't think it was promotionally. Owned by Woods. Yes. He was gotcha. driving
0: it promotionally. It was wrapped. Um, But yeah, so that's good news that, you know. Yeah.
1: Hoping good things. Man. Yeah, for Hoping sure. Yeah. Well, my dog's getting his wiener amputated right now.
0: Not his wiener, his boys. I think they'll leave the wiener alone.
1: I would prefer they take (laughs) it off. By the way, let me just tell you this very quickly. Okay, so my dog is getting neutered right now. And my dog, just the last couple weeks, has found a couple pillows that are his type. (laughs) And so we call them his girlfriends. And uh, last night, I, I come downstairs and... My wife said, I had come down and checked on everybody. I was doing something upstairs, and I um, saw Rex was having a moment with the pillow. And Lou and I looked at each other, and I was just like, let him have it. (laughs) It all ends tomorrow. And then I come back down later, and she said, I think that Rex officially defiled the pillow. And I said, what do you mean? Mm. And she said, go look. It's in the storage room. Don't tell me. I hope he peed. On Oh, no, God. Okay.
0: All right. Wow. He's like a really young dog. How old is he?
1: <laughs> Seven months. Oh
0: well, yeah, I guess that's
1: kind of like years. a 14-year-old. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. So we've been trying to figure out the age. Oh, Lord in heaven. Anyway, hey, when we come back, uh, we will reveal our Facebook question for today. Also, I'm gonna... <laughs> let's just get this out of the way. You ever have spicy food? Sure. Kind of spicy yeah. on the way in? Mm. Kind of uncomfortable? Sure. On the way out. (laughs) Uh, There's some science behind all of that. I will reveal that and other dumb things that, frankly, you don't need to know. Next on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. Hey, Donna.
0: Hey, Steve. When did you get here?
1: I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want want to talk with you about my underwear again, if I may.
0: Oh, God. All
1: right, listen. You know that I love my chill boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs. But here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs. Instantly felt the difference. So cool and so... Comfortable. So now, any time that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't Chill Boys, Uh I feel like an idiot.
0: You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys?
1: I've always said that I would never wear a thong. But I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong... (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com.
0: Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson.
1: It's good to be here. Happy Friday, everybody. Donna, before we do
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. uh the thing, mm-hmm. yeah. let
1: me reveal today's Facebook question. Okay. Which at one point was going to be yesterday's Facebook question. It is, what is your most irrational fear? I told the story of my nephew getting um, stuck up on a ski lift.
0: Oh, yeah. And everybody... Terrifying. And he's fine, right? He's
1: fine. Yep, he's fine. They had to get him down with a ladder, but they got him. Uh, But our family thread started responding like, oh, that's always been my biggest fear. Oh, my gosh, I've always worried about Mm -hmm. that. So do you have an irrational fear? If so, Hmm. let us know. Tell us. What's a weird thing that you're just kind of afraid of elevators Mm. getting a like a shoe stuck in an elevator as the door closes
0: or dropping your cell phone between the cracks
1: talk about it people go to our facebook page and let us know all right let's do it let's talk about spicy food and let's just get this out of the way okay we're going to use scientific words, everybody, so let's all be grown-ups. Your rectum has similar cells to your mouth. Stana, stay with me.
0: Rectum damn near killed him. <laughs> I always love that one. It's a good one.
1: Just hearing Brother Rob's distant laughter. <laughs> He finally gave in. He just said, all right, I love this. <laughs> um, okay, your rectum has similar cells to your mouth, which is scientifically why spicy foods can burn on the way out as much as they do oh. when you're eating them. So that's not a made up phenomenon. That's science because your cells are responding to the ingredients in those foods. I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
1: of this is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A similar way.
0: Um, side note. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone else think it's weird that we have so many holes in our body?
1: I don't think we need them all.
0: I mean, like, there's eyes. mean that's pretty it's a pretty big hole right there
1: ears i'm looking at my face nose
0: mouth the other ones
1: two four six seven on our face alone i despise the belly button i know then there's an eighth on my jimmy and then a ninth at the caboose why isn't the nose jimmy jimmy i I don't know my wiener
0: oh big jim and the boys (laughs) oh big jim i'll take it or little jim and the twins
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, james we call him (laughs) um i uh what was i just thinking oh why isn't the nose just one big nostril yeah what do we need two for and they act very. It's like they have different Independent, climates.
0: Independently, right? Like yes. ones like I'm going to shut down for
1: a while. Yeah, the other is fully functioning. It's like they're they're side by side escalators. And you're like, why is this one not working? Don't they run off the same power grid? <laughs> yeah, one can be fully stuffed, and the other one is just like.
0: Yeah, I baby, know. Spring break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen to this. You think we've got a tough. Can openers were invented in the year 1858, which is amazing that they were invented that long ago. But that was 48 years after cans were invented.
0: Oh wow! What'd cans they do?
1: invented in 1810. Well, during those years in between, the most popular way to open cans was smashing them with a hammer that's and chisel. What I, thought. I mean, okay, that's a drag.
0: I'm still mad that nobody sent me the memo that the electric can opener is out.
1: You know, I still. I would push back against that.
0: Yeah, right? And the teapot.
1: The teapot is certainly on its way out. It hardly has a place in the American kitchen. Mm-hmm.
0: I got rid of the teapot and the can opener, electric can opener, uh, after being shamed, <sighs> shamed about 15 years ago.
1: I think the electric can opener is really convenient. It's How does a gr-
0: cat know it's time to eat? <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: You know, in those Friskies commercials, they feed these cats out of champagne glasses, and that's not normal. I also thought that cats exclusively drank milk
0: until a few years ago.
1: That's from cartoons.
0: Yeah. And by the way, those cats who eat out of the champagne glasses or whatever, the margarita glasses, they're always the fancy ones with the long, luscious hair.
1: Yeah, you never, never that, see
0: like an alley cat.
1: That limping alley cat who like <laughs> looks like he's like ready to cut somebody. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, okay. there are only two companies with a perfect AAA credit rating. Hmm. Johnson & Johnson is one of them. Think you could guess the other? AAA credit rating like you need to borrow money, we trust you with how you handle your funds.
0: Um Cargill
1: <laughs> Microsoft. Ah, oh, Micro. Brigand. Soft. soft. Hmm. Antarctica gets about 44,000 tourists a year. Wow. That, that's that's up lot. from 5,000 tourists a year. They need to do some advertising then. Well, no, it's up. It's up significantly. It was 5,000 in 1990. Now they're getting 44,000. Okay. This is good. This is like how a lot a lot of people are now trying to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. yeah. It's very crowded. You just stand in a line at the top of this mountain just to get your picture. I used to want to climb Mount Everest.
0: Yeah, that's not going to happen, Steve.
1: Yeah, I've I've passed on that. You've, I watched you've got one kids. movie on it and I was like, uh, uh I'm done.
0: Have you read the book? What what's that big book? You know, the Bible? The book? No. no.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> the encyclopedia? Uh, no, it's about the guy who climbing Mount Everest. It's like a classic. Oh, come on.
1: Only 5% of calls routed to fire departments in the United States are for actual fires. Most of them are for medical emergencies. There you so. go,
0: like Tiger. Uh, into Thin Air.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the
0: book. All right, guys back to dog talk I found a new show that I freaking love you
1: need to watch more people shows
0: I like animals I'll tell you what it is it's on Netflix it's really good we'll discuss up next Donna and Steve my talk 1071 everything entertainment boy Netflix is just putting out show after show after show it is crazy how much new content there is Regularly.
1: It's so tough. We we now have more viewing options than any time in human history. Think of we have more cable channels than ever before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of which are putting out good shows. And then you got Hulu, then you got Netflix, then you got Disney Plus, then you got Paramount Plus, you got CBS All Access, you've got HBO Max. It is it feels like a lot to keep up with. That's why we all feel so dumb and out of touch all the time.
0: Well, and it's winter, so I I, seriously, I can't wait to get away from the TV at some point, you know, and enjoy the outdoors a lot more. But, um, I I mean, I turned on Netflix yesterday and I see I Care A Lot, Ginny and Georgia, Good Girls. I'm like, what is all this? Where did this all come? And then, of course, Hmm. I see Canine Intervention. Oh. What? Canine intervention. So it's like a
1: dog trainer comes and meets with uh, mm-hmm. a dog that's been acting up.
0: Yep. Very Caesar Milanish, but different. Um, so there's a guy, I can't think of his name at the moment, but he's a trainer from Oakland, California.
1: What's his name of this show?
0: Uh it's called Canine Intervention. Okay,
1: great. Okay, continue.
0: Okay, so um this guy is so cool. I love him. His name is like Jazz Leverett. I believe Jess
1: or Jace,
0: Jace, Jace Leverett, like Jason, Jace. Anyway, he's from Oakland. So he, he came from, uh, he grew up with a, a mom who was a single mother and he's like, well, other people were reading like Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. I was hanging out with dogs. That was my interest. So he started this, uh, company called Cali canine. And he's based in San Jose, but he goes all over the place and he fixes um, behavior issues and obedience issues. What's his?
1: All right. I I, I like the look of this because, you know, I really love learning things about like how to.
0: Motivate and get the best. Yeah, just have like
1: a well mannered dog. I'm not looking for party tricks. I just want to teach the dog to, you know, live mannerly. Um, What is his style compared to Cesar Milan?
0: Okay, so he actually reveals his, his formula that everybody can customize. So his style is really basic, actually, but he's got this thing that he does with a box. Okay. And using the box to train the dog to sit, stay, break. He's got certain commands. Um, you know, there's, there's sit, there's down, there's no, there's break. Um, What's
1: break? Is that is break like means release? release. Yeah, okay. and okay. you can play. Yeah.
0: But the, he gets the dogs to stay where a couple might be walking down the street and he can't leave until that command to break is given to him. So it's teaching and th- that and how food is a great motivator. Mm. Like, if you use food so much to train your dog, mm-hmm. you could probably just hand feed your dog instead of pouring it in a bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember they said that when we first got the puppy. They said, if you're doing training, just use it as the food. Whatever you were going to put in the bowl, you can just right. feed them. And then they, they get really motivated because they're hungry and they want to do whatever they got to do to get exactly. that food.
0: Exactly. So, he's great. He's never turned a dog away. It's very documentary style. Um, he also trained horses. Um, he's an interesting guy because his best friend is in prison. Okay. Um, and he had to put a dog down. And you can see how much he loved this dog because he starts breaking up as he's talking about it. The dog had um, bitten another dog. And mm. the whatever the local authorities said He had to put this dog down and it just broke his heart. So he never turns a dog away. He had, um, boy,
1: oh, I'm gonna watch this. you're
0: gonna really want to see this because there was a. I know sometimes you, you know, when it comes to pit bulls, yeah, you know, there's a little bit of, I'm a little, fear. I'm a little
1: gun shy, yeah. yeah. Looks like he's working with pit bulls. He says he doesn't turn any breed away. Works mm -mm. with never turns a dog away.
0: No matter how aggressive they are. So he said there's no bad dogs. There's only uninformed people. So in the first episode, he works with this two-year-old pit bull. Her name is Lady Macbeth. And she's got this great owner who seems like he's got a really good career going. He's got this really awesome crib. Um you know, this man cave that's just, uh, but he's uh, madly in love with this dog. And she was shot in the shoulder and they had to amputate her leg. And the owner, I don't know if the owner of the dog survived or not, but the owner was a homeless man. Hmm. And so she ended up in this, in this um, um, rescue. And so this guy adopts her. He's only had her for three months and she bit three of his friends. So he has to send her away with Jace Leverett for three weeks so he can just do an intense training with her yeah, to help right. her break that fear. Because oftentimes when dogs are aggressive, it's because they're fear they're fearful. Right. Uh, just really interesting. I mean, if you're into dogs, and I, I've been watching these kinds of dog shows years before I ever owned a dog. I don't know why. I'm always intrigued because... It's interesting to see a human try to speak the language of another creature.
1: Yes. And I have gotten communicate. So, I've gotten so lazy with um, training. So like right out of the gates, when we got Rex as a puppy, I was... Oh, you were hitting it like, hard. Yeah. And I was just like, let's just master some of these basic commands. Sit, uh, lay down, stay, whatever. Um, but then, you know, you just kind of get lazy. But you know what has happened? We've had, we have an invisible fence and um, the dog has done so well with this invisible fence. It's been so awesome. And you know, there are ways that you train the dog to be aware of the invisible fence because when they get up near it, they get a beeping. That just alerts them, and Mm -hmm. then they come back. And the beeping would happen before any sort of like physical stimulation or vibration that happens. It's a warning, yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to hear the beep and then come back. So what you do is you take them over, and you have flags around your yard. Take them over, they hear the beeping, and then say, come back. And then once they come back, then you praise them, give them treats and all that. Problem is, my dog, and you're supposed to do 15-minute sessions of these multiple times a day, but my dog would hear the beep and immediately come back and didn't want to go back toward it at any point. So he seemed to learn it really quickly and was doing great. Sure enough, I have a neighbor last weekend. We're out smoking meats on a Saturday morning. He's like, dude, your dog is doing so great. I was like, he's really taking this invisible fence. It's been awesome. Dogs will pass, Donna, and he'll just stay in the yard Mm -hmm. and just know I can't go out there until... Oh no! He broke free. What was it? a Four squirrel? or five times <laughs> in the last week, uh, he is now broken free. Right after my neighbor said, "Boy, he's doing such a great job." To the point where we have had to chase him down in the neighbor's yard multiple times. Oh no! And he is a fast son of a gun. Oh and when, no! And then you're trying to get him over with treats and all of that, but then when you get him, you're not. You know, when if they if you say come and then they finally come to you, you can't be overtly. Frustrated, right? Because you then they start associating. Sometimes when he says come, that guy gets really mad at me.
0: But sometimes when when you say come and you give him a, you know, or you're luring him with a tree, it's mm-hmm. are you rewarding that behavior? Yes, so it's, I hear you. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place.
1: Yeah. Well, I got frustrated when I finally got him. I was like, you are getting in this house and I'm not going to let you outside anymore. <laughs> no, I let him outside Never. later that day. But um, that has been a pro- so that I, I just bring that up to say that that has, you know, sort of rattled the cage for me of I just need to I need to reacquaint him with that. So we understand boundaries and all that, but also just get in the practice because you forget that when you're doing little bits of daily training or every other day, even if it's just five or 10 minutes, you are first of all, they're getting treats. So they're really loving it. Um, if that's the method that you do. I know Katie Canine is just like verbal praise and petting them and all of that. But you also are developing the bond with them. So they're learning. They're getting mentally stimulated. And your bond with them of, like, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. I can trust these people. Yep. Gross. So I, I want to watch this. This will motivate me to uh to start doing a little more. Yeah, I think you'll like it, it.
0: It's called Canine Intervention, and it's on Netflix. Okay. Okay.
1: I don't even know if dogs run after their wieners get chopped off. <laughs>
0: stop saying that he's not getting his wiener chopped off and by the way he's gonna have like a fleshy thing hanging for a while
1: (laughs) no wait a minute hang on yeah
0: i think so because when i got max he he was already eight years old and he had not been
1: yeah but his my dogs haven't descended yet
0: Oh, then you'll be fine. Yeah, they're you'll still in the fine. overhead
1: compartment. Oh,
0: right. Got- let
1: It's not carry on.
0: <laughs> okay, got My it. My dog's
1: getting neutered, by the way, if you're just tuning in. He is, he's not, in fact, getting any organs amputated. Okay. They're going to trim his nails, too. Good Lord. Oh. I'll, pay, I'll pay the hundreds of dollars just for that. Just trim them. Hey, We've here- tried trimming the dog's nails. Hmm. Oh, Lord, he hates it.
0: I just brought mine last week. Here's a tip. Yeah, I didn't please. realize this. I didn't realize that once you can hear the dog's nails on your floor, mm-hmm. they're too long. They're supposed to be shorter than their pads. Do you know oh, what I mean? Wow. They're yeah, they're not so supposed you should to go only, through.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't hear the clickety clack. Nope. They should Ooh, be short. So you, yeah.
0: but And I didn't know you're supposed to trim them like every four weeks.
1: Well, You, you know, because what happens is so the everyone, quick. the quick will permanently grow out is what i heard so when it's that's what we don't want to do we don't want to get to the quick and that's when it hurts the dog um but if you avoid it because it's such an uncomfortable process like taking a petco just go somewhere and get their nails trimmed because otherwise the quick is is growing out yeah like permanently which means you're always going to get that clickety clap
0: yes correct oh this has been real fun steve (sighs) i've had
1: a nice time
0: me too um should we take a break yeah, let's take, let's a, take break. a break. Let's take a cut back. Okay, I want you to do me a favor. Okay. Do not click on the link that I put in our next segment. Okay. Do no- I want your reaction live? Did you already look?
1: No, I just hovered my cursor over the text, no. which revealed a link. Oh no! And don't the text of the link was troubling. <laughs> and boy, are we really staying pretty? Wiener centric today. <laughs> Let's get this all out of the way the first hour. All right, so this mysterious sea creature uh, we'll get into it. and I'll tell you what we spotted through our back window last night. Ooh. Boy, a real animal theme. So we'll we'll dig into that. If you see something, say something is next on Don and Steve.
0: Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, if I got a story for you. Hey, if you see something,
1: say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see and you,
0: so Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I am so repulsed by this story. Whoa, what? It's so gross. It's just gross. All right. So apparently, there's a free diver in Australia. Cool. Who um, has social media cracking up because he shared a picture oh, of a bizarre gosh. creature that he found in the oceans.
1: Mm, you know, likey. Me, no, likey. i don't even think this
0: is safe for work i can't even link it up so just go to the new york post and search bizarre
1: oh and of course the new york post would start first line of the story it's the new moby dick
0: <laughs> somebody tweeted ladies there are plenty uh, of fish in the sea
1: okay. All right. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. where do you want to go to Chili's? how about the sea floor Oh, this is yucky.
0: This is not not good.
1: What is it, though?
0: I don't know. It's a sea creature that is very phallic looking. I don't know what it's called. Um, let's see. It's in fact a Priapulida, a type of unsegmented worm that resides at the bottom of the ocean. And it is named Priapos, the Greek god of male generative power.
1: Oh, is it really? Uh-huh, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of very weird sea things <laughs> because right beneath it there's a video and it says in twenty nineteen and I'm gonna edit it I know. thousands of wiener fish washed into a onto a California beach.
0: Why? Rob, did you check these out?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Rob. Oh my word, Rob, you have to look. <laughs> oh God! Don't make him do it. He's working his second shift of the day. Don't force a wiener fish on him now. Like <laughs> well, I want other
0: people to know this is out there.
1: Oh, uh, this is what she always oh, my says. God. Uh, is that yeah. real?
0: I don't know. We don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay, that's I seen can't it.
0: unsee that now. I just thanks a
1: lot, Donna. <laughs> 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 is that well, real? I just I just oh. didn't want
0: to be the only one who had to look at that. How
1: peculiar! Mm,
0: I'm sorry, I can't link it up. I just can't. I feel like it's
1: way too close. Yeah, don't link it's it. It's just up. so weird seeing it not attached to anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, Rob. That it's like very... an
0: autopsy. <laughs> oh, God. Because
1: it looks alive.
0: It is. Uh, it's a, a worm.
1: And it looks like it's coming up for air. <laughs> Does it breathe through that thing?
0: I don't know. All
1: right, Donna, scroll down.
0: I did. No, I continue to all, scroll
1: down on the page. I so did you see beneath, there's like a picture of a woman mm-hmm, on the beach. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture just below and to mm-hmm. the right?
0: Uh, yes, I did.
1: <laughs> oh, my God! That
0: one looks dead.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. All right.
0: All right, so we can move on now. I just I had to get that out of my system.
1: think so. Right. That's a good choice.
0: <laughs> okay. Now you say words.
1: <sighs> oh, so last night, we are uh, about to put the kids to bed, and uh, my son is looking out of his window, mm-hmm. and he says, oh, I think I see, I think I maybe see deer out there. Or no, maybe it's a fox. And then we realized, no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Two coyotes mm-hmm. in our backyard. Mm-hmm. This is a danger. I got to X out of this page. I have it resting <laughs> on this page. Hang <laughs> no, on. me too. I got to get off the sea wiener page. Okay. Sea uh, wiener page. S-E-A. Um, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, looked out there. There's two coyotes. So I step out onto the deck. And they see me and just sort of start scampering. Then I go and I get my binoculars, which Mm -hmm. I got last summer. Love my binoculars. And sure enough, we're seeing them. And my, I come back in and I, I say, I think those are coyotes. To which my eight-year-old is like, "They are. It's because of their tail shape." You Mm -hmm. know, they're studying these animals, and suddenly they do all these things. But they are just walking through, and it's mating season right now for coyotes. We talked about this a few days ago, Mm -hmm. and then I saw them with my very own eyes. They are late February to early March is a popular mating season for coyotes. And now I just watched multiple videos this morning of dogs getting taken, snatched by coyotes. And
0: they're usually the small dogs that you you have to keep your dog on a leash when you have a small dog.
1: Yes, I think that it's particularly those smaller breeds that they tend to
0: Oh, target. yeah, like if they saw my dog, they'd run. They wouldn't be, you know what I mean? They're looking for prey, squirrels, things you know, that, are, that resemble that.
1: I'll tell you this, though, and this is anecdotally. Down the street, there's a family that has a couple big dogs, and they saw coyotes in the distance just staring at their dogs, just sort of like, you know, out in the distance watching them, mm-hmm. and their dogs started barking, and the coyotes, and I'm going to go back and forth between coyotes and coyotes. because okay, that I'm really, sounds good. I feel very uncomfortable when I say coyotes, but I think it's correct. Mm. It was a mature coyote that they saw, and um, they—they're gonna
0: go mature too. Huh? The, yeah, the the, right. the
1: coyotes didn't retreat until the humans came out onto the deck.
0: They're probably intrigued. I saw a video of a coyote trying to steal a bone from a big dog, but the big dog was giving the coyote a run for his money too because they're sneaky. You know, they're trying yeah, to they do are stuff on sneaky, the download. Aren't they? if you just went out and started clapping your hands and just went yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I whistled at them a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah there you can
1: uh if you have little pebbles throwing pebbles toward them on the ground those pebbles scatter and oh, they'll spook sure. them right off pots yeah, and pans they seem like they're pretty spookable but it made yeah. us remember that uh be careful letting the dog out at night to go with them to, to go potty yeah if you're letting them off leash if you have a small dog you just need to be mindful of that because they are they're bold right hi,
0: now. Hi, uh, let's take a quick call about coyotes.
1: Mm, um, nice.
0: Hi, Guten Tag, who's this? Hey, Hello? you're. Hi, who is this?
1: Yeah, hi, this is George. Hey, um, George. Kind of expanding on what Steve just said, Yeah. you're coming into the mating season. Okay. So male coyotes are going to be a lot more visible and they're going to be a lot more aggressive. Mm. Okay. Now, In the mating season, I'm going to ask a weird question, but they wouldn't try to make a coyote dog hybrid, would they? (laughs) Um, They wouldn't necessarily try that, but they're going to be more interested in checking out your dog. Okay. Okay. And they're just naturally gonna be more aggressive. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, they it's I thought they would just stay in the distance where they usually do, but they this time were coming right into people's backyards and <laughs> yep, and all these videos that you see, George, of them, you know, having an encounter with a family pet, they're just typical suburban streets. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're just going to be more around and more visible, um, especially at night. So you just got to be a little more vigilant. Okay. okay. Thank George. you, George. That's good. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the input.
0: I will never nope. forget. No Bye, George. I will never forget one time I was sitting out on my front patio. Just minding my own business. Why I think I was nice. reading a book. And all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I just oh, see no. this, like, bouncing, like, walking bounce kind of thing. And I look up and I go whose mangy dog is that oh my! Gosh. it was just in the cul-de-sac just walking in the middle of the street wow and then i ran inside and grabbed my cell phone and tried to get it as it went into the backyard but yeah they're just pretty bold
1: yeah it's um yeah it's a good good reminder to be aware they're they're spooky at night and they're yeah. quick they're quick
0: and now we dance
1: Oh, oh. I do hey, want we got to see some, more uh,
0: foxes. Yeah, we got some news.
1: New uh, new Post Malone.
0: Yeah, covering Hootie and the Blowfish. Ooh. Wait till you hear this. And then, Steve, I have got a fun fact for you that you are going to love, I love fun regarding facts. Toto's lead singer. Okay, that on the way.